who's the most terrible of them all? It's Hollywood Lean. Hello and welcome to Everyone is Terrible. I'm your host, Hollywood Lean. It's my favorite day of the week. Welcome to the podcast where we discuss all the terrible things and people we see on TV. Today's guest, Supermom, you know her from the podcast Reality Life with Kate Casey. It's Kate Casey. I'm dying. Everyone is terrible. Everyone. Everyone. Everyone is terrible. Kate, how are you? It's good to see you. I'm good. I'm good. Good to see you too. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's a new year. It's a new me. Here come the New Year's resolutions to be healthier and lose weight. But you know, I always skip the gym the first couple of weeks because I hate the crowds, but then I end up skipping the rest of the year. So hopefully I won't do that this year. (laughs) Right. Wow. Ozempic is the diet drug of of the celebrities. It's Oh, the shot, right? You take the shot? Yeah, well, it's like the the diabetic drug, but I mean everybody is losing so much weight because of it. It's bananas. Oh my god, well, get me a get me a pair of syringes, please. I hate needles, but, you know, I don't know. And I always worry about that kind of stuff for women if it's like how, how it would affect fertility i'm just i say that i would do it but i'm actually a huge chicken shit so i don't know if i could <laughs> stab myself weekly but i know people that do yeah. so um I, I guess we'll just see just like i pushed five kids out of my vagina i'm totally fine like, exactly fine. you guys i you guys are troopers man the women you guys can handle pain like no other yeah so i'm giving you guys some terrible tv recommendations today some bravo news and we're covering peacocks the traitors but we're also giving you guys the most terrible person of the week um it's not a manic monday over here we're team britney so sam you're the most terrible person of the week uh britney spears's husband as the most terrible person of the week for taking her to a restaurant leaving her there while the patrons photographed her videoed her and then tmz had the nerve to label her as manic have you seen her sister on special forces I haven't. I know it's like a new reality show, but she just gives me such desperado vibes that she just like kind of gets on my nerves. Mm-hmm. I'm not team Jamie Lynn. How is she doing on that? I have to say it's interesting. I think it's for all of them. You kind of see a different side of them because they're fi- they're forced into this physical and mental space that they're not comfortable with. And she has a breakdown that I thought was interesting. Um, she's like submerged in water and it took her back to when she was trying to save her daughter out of the water and she starts crying and she just can't, she's like having a panic attack all over again. And she just talked about like when her daughter almost died, I felt tremendous empathy for her in that moment. And the, and the most, the one that I was like totally um, the most taken by was Mel B Spice Girls. I love her. Because there was this one moment where you have to just basically run around the corner and you have to like beat somebody up who was like padding on. And she was doing it and she broke down and she said, I was the victim of domestic abuse for many oh years. Oh my God. So it's actually pretty powerful. Yeah. So we're putting this on the list for terrible TV recommendations. Check out Special Forces. But to continue on the terrible TV recommendations, there's a new season of RuPaul's Drag Race out, season 15. So if you're into, you know, men dressing up like women for fun, 
it's not that big of a deal. We're not trying to make your children gay, or I don't, I don't even want to fucking read to your children, okay? So if you like the smell of balls and pantyhose and, you know, RuPaul laughing, then check out the new season of RuPaul's Drag Race. It is so funny. There's lots of kids from TikTok on there. So it's really oh. interesting to see, like, the kind of drag queens that I grew up watching that are very seasoned big earrings, big hair that are used to like captivating a room. And now they're forced to compete against kids that have just like gone to fame in an instant doing TikTok videos. And like some of them have never even performed in real life. So it's like, it's a very interesting dynamic. Interesting. So the question I have is the ones that are on TikTok, can they perform for more than three minutes at most? <laughs> well, that was the question that most of the drag queens that are very seasoned had. Yeah. And you know what? They held their own. We're wow. only on episode three. But you know what? Shout out to Sugar and Spice from TikTok. The ones that they're like these two twins. They jump up and then they land and they're in drag. Oh, I think I, I've heard about them. Yeah. So twins that do drag together. Yes. Wow. The twin brothers that do drag together, they're famous on TikTok. And they're on the new season of RuPaul's Drag Race, which is really interesting because they've only been doing drag for the pandemic. And they're up against people that have been doing drag for 10, 15 years. So... But are they at an, at, at an advantage because they have one another to rely on? Most contestants just live in their own mental prison, right? <laughs> exactly. So it's uh, it'll it'll be it'll be very interesting to see how this plays out. It's going to be a great season. For my Bravo news, the most important thing so far: Jen Shaw sentenced to six and a half years in prison. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City has become unwatchable. Mm -hmm. I stopped watching episodes ago i don't care about heather's black eye as far as i know no one knows what the hell happened anyway um they cut out really important scenes from the show a lot of people are mad i stopped watching uh, but i'm wearing a brooks marks hat right now it's hard to watch because she's certainly positioned to be the center of the show which is hard to unpack when you know what she's done to elderly victims in particular victims just in general, but particularly the elderly, it's hard to unpack that. And I'm just watching these scenes like, why does she still have luxury items on? Why is she in this beautiful house? I don't find her, I don't find her entertaining at all. In fact, the last couple of episodes, she's so absolutely nasty and mean and vindictive. It's not fun to watch. In one scene, she mm. takes someone's really expensive shoes and just throws them off a boat. Why is that fun? Yeah, we need a break. Sometimes we need a break. Like, Kathy won. Renna's out. What do we think about Beverly Hills? Lisa Renna quitting, getting fired. I think that she should take a break and do something that fulfills her more. I don't think at this point it does anymore. She's been on a long time, and I, I think she could do so many other things. I, I, think it's, I think it's good to walk away. And, and if she ever does come back, then I think it's going to be better storytelling. It's not great storytelling right now. We're hearing about castings for Real Housewives of Ultimate Girls Trip 4 before we've even seen Ultimate Girls Trip 3. You know what I mean? Alex McCord is coming back. It doesn't mean she's going to be good. The same with Gretchen Rossi. Like, she's coming back, the face-tuned queen of Instagram. Caroline Manzo for Ultimate Girls Trip 4. I just... Yeah, I think that that's the problem that Peacock and Bravo are going to now have is that we're probably going to know everything before we see it. I forgot to tell you guys, Reza called Kyle Richards the most 
overrated housewife of all time on Watch What Happens Live. Kyle is held to a huge standard. And, like, to me, I'm like, Kim Richards is my favorite. Like, I love Kathy Hilton. So, like, even though I love Kyle, she's... I feel like she's always been held to like number one housewife. And I'm like, all she does is stir the pot. I can't wait for Brandy to come back and make her cry. She's so good at that. I don't think she's overrated. I think they all kind of serve their own purpose. Beverly Hills is a completely different animal. And what they need there is totally different than New York or Atlanta. I think the greatest housewife in the history of the show is Mimi Leakes. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. She has never, no one, no housewives have, has ever made me laugh like Mimi. So why do you think Reza said that then? Sounds like he has maybe a friendship with Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, yeah. Know. He did say he wanted LVP back. Um, you know, I wouldn't mind LVP. When I think about the regalness of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and the good days, you know, Lisa Vanderpump is in my mind. It's a collective. Mm. It's a it's an ensemble. I disagree. I don't think she's a good housewife because she doesn't open up enough. If you want to be a great housewife, you have to make yourself vulnerable and open up about your life and the, and the and the things that you're going through. And she just likes to present a curated image. I do agree with that. And I feel like she does to a certain extent, but it is calculated. So I do agree with you, Kate. That's how I feel about Phaedra. Like Phaedra went on Ultimate Girls Trip and didn't open up at all, didn't talk about her firing. And that's why I'm mad she's coming back because even though she made us laugh, she didn't open up. She didn't give us any vulnerability. Well, she's going back to married medicine, so. We'll see, but I just, uh, I don't know. By the way, why is she on married to medicine if she's not a doctor? I don't know. She's a funeral home director now. It, it's all weird to me. I don't know what the hell Bravo is doing. Hmm, interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And then, real quick, just while we're on Bravo still, before we go to the traders, what did you think about Jen Shaw wearing that gray, ugly thing? And she was like getting ready for dress rehearsal, like a very tacky jail joke. Like, I'm just like, girl, stop doubling yeah. down. You're going to jail. Show some remorse. I don't think, she, uh, I don't think she's capable. <laughs> I, I don't. And I think she's going to probably run the run the prison Ooh. i think she thinks she's going to get out and she's going to have a whole new television opportunity ready and waiting for her i think she lives in another parallel universe she's highly delusional and i think she's a completely sociopathic nutbag oh my god well i do have to agree with that like you have to be to be that level of like narcissist and like not care about the victims mm -hmm. and double down on everything like you know I, I don't know what to think of it instagram right now and bravo and like what is your main um beef so to speak who's the most terrible for you on instagram or on bravo oh for bravo like what's your what's your main thoughts with everything right now uh i think they need to have new and more interesting housewives I feel like there, there's there's so much more storytelling available. There's so many aspects of women that they don't nail in Housewives that I think there's ample opportunity. I just don't know if they're going to make the investment in either casting for the shows that they currently have and swapping people out or going to a new city. But I just think um, the last couple seasons of some some different franchises, it, I feel like it's a little bit humiliating and demeaning to women. And I'd like to see shows that are showcasing women in the funny and complex way they are. Uh, that would probably be my biggest grief. And I would also like to see more attention and reverence paid to podcasters who 
do so much to elevate and illuminate and to um, talk about, you know, their different programming. Uh, a lot of this kicked off during the pandemic, but as a lot of people know who have listened to my podcast forever, I... Uh, me and a team of people at Maria Menounos Studios from AfterBuzz, we started video podcasting five years ago talking about these shows. We had millions of views, like we were really killing it. Bravo PR people were terrified of me. I couldn't have Kate Chastain or Hannah from Below Deck in my studio without in a bravo executive in the room like pr like they were it was just so crazy because can we had kenya on our show we had phaedra and apollo like we've interviewed every housewife we started all of that and then when bravo really started to take notice because they couldn't ignore us anymore it's like they treat us differently it's like we're, we're the redheaded stepchildren now but i feel like it's gotten all out of control there's so many podcasters now there's so many great people that make so much content out there it's not just a select group of people like it used to be mm -hmm. and bravo has acknowledged them like once or twice out of the top 50 of the real podcasters who are good you me like i, I don't even want to get into the names because the favoritism is going to come up and people are going to get mad at me but there's a lot of people that should be showcased by bravo um just strictly for the work that we have put into making these shows global worldwide i you know what i mean people from all over the world listen to our podcasts and we definitely help the network it used to be it's bravo bitch with hollywood leon it used to be the real housewives after show back in the day and now it's everyone is terrible so it's like it used to be my baby it used to be my bread and butter i used to get paid for it and now it's like a hobby but it became a hobby because I feel like Bravo never paid homage to the people that really helped. So it's interesting for someone who is very successful in the business to say that as well. Because now we, I've been bitching about that for so long, Kate. <laughs> So yeah, me too, six years, but uh, you know, nothing's changed. This uh, Bravo Network, Peacock's the traitor. So not everyone has Peacock. So I don't want to exactly give away like the spoilers, but they gave us all 10 episodes. Alan Cumming is the host. He is fabulous, a Broadway legend. And he once said, it is all about the cock. And I have to agree with him. Reza is on... Brandy's on, Kate Chastain, all these like amazing reality stars. It's like Big Brother and Survivor, but in Scotland in a castle. Great show, great theme. Um, I like to see people from other competition shows with the Bravo folks, which of course you can see that they're, they don't do as well as the people that have been on Survivor and Big Brother. I think it's a completely different mindset. It's fun to see people out of their element. I love to see people and like any fish out of the water story. And here's clearly one where you have all of these reality stars in the Scottish Highlands. And then you move in a bunch of normal civilians to the mix and it's even funnier. But the people that are civilians are also very well attuned in reality shows. So, yeah, it made me want to go on it. I'm like, hold on. I know that I'm an actor, but like even Geraldine was an actress from North Hollywood. So I'm like, hold on. Maybe you could actually. Yeah. Get on, let me get on Traders, okay? But but here's the problem with it is that Kate Kate told me that they took their their phones away. She didn't have her phone for a month. Oh my god, that sucks. Like, 
How are you able to do that if you, especially if you have children? Yeah, that's true. I thought Kate Chastain had ghosted me, but she was like, honey, I've been in Scotland filming. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Will you come on the podcast when you're done? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing with the Traders like uh, show, like it's very good. Um, the backstabbing is just like enough for me to be like, okay, I can do this. Like I want to come on. I think it'd be fun. But like uh, Kate said, like the Bravo people aren't doing that well. You guys, mm -hmm. we're not gonna give you any spoilers, but I have to tell you guys some crucial things about the show. Like you know who the Traders are the whole time. But here's the thing, is like, Brandy was so good. She guessed who the traitors were the very first episode. I'm not surprised because I feel like she's like that on Housewives. She's always pro pretty much been right about people. Um, I think that sometimes the way she jokes or her affectations kind of throw people off. But I think she's a very savvy person who has a, a high emotional quotient. So it didn't surprise me in the least that she picked up on the two traders right away. Yeah, Brandy Glanville, you guys, is doing so good. She's fabulous. She was making me laugh. I just can't wait for her to come back to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Hopefully it's happening. But as far as the traders, like Christian, what did you think about Christian? He was like the worst trader, in my opinion. Like he was so obvious <laughs> and so obviously related to Dane Cook mixed with the Labradoodle. Uh, his problem is he talks too much. He talks way too much. I'm like, girl, you're giving yourself away. Like, stop talking. Yeah, talks too much. Stop talking. And, like, I'm pretty sure we need Z-Way to go in there and ask the people, why are you so afraid of black women? Because nobody questioned Cherie, ever. Like, nobody questioned Cherie. And I'm like, are you guys that afraid of her? I would have been like, Cherie, I have to ask you at least once because no one has fucking even accused you of being a traitor. Like, they're all scared of you, clearly. I'm like... What? Are you a fucking traitor, girl? I think she's just such a good player. So good. She's so good. But I think that's where you see the difference between a CBS competitive reality show player versus a Peacock player. I told my guy that. I'm like, Sheree is good because she's some fucking survivor. Like, it's a whole different animal. And that's why I didn't... I was just like, Rachel was so disappointed in me. I'm like, you were pointing the fingers at all the wrong people. They were all terrible at it. Quentin was a terrible player, but he's a political analyst. So I feel like he's used to just being wrong and getting it wrong all the time. Maybe. I'm just like, you're freaking wrong. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Relationship goals, Brandy Glanville and Kate Chastain. And they never met each other until they went on that show, and now they're very, very close friends. Yeah, Brandy said on Watch What Happens Live, they text every single day. Good. Kate, do you think you could go on a show like that? No, because I have too many kids. Um, yeah, I could, couldn't be gone for too long. But uh, Kate thinks I would be good because she says my voice is very down the lane. You don't know if I'm angry or if I'm excited. So... <laughs> That might work, work in my advantage. I also have an ability to sit and listen to people's bullshit for a long time with a poker face. Mm -hmm. uh, so those would be my advantages, but I, not having a phone for that much time, no. I got to keep the train moving over here. Yeah, I'm self-aware enough to know that if I were to compare myself personality-wise to anybody on the traders now, it would even, it would probably be, I would be like a Quentin. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I'm very expressive. People know I have a good heart, but I'm also like sassy and I'll be like, Kate, hey, I, I think you're a traitor. Like You see people outside of their normal environment, which is great. It's like fun because it's in the Scottish Highlands. 
there's funny moments. I like, listen, you're not going to learn something profound, but you're going to be highly entertained. And I think it's really, <laughs> have you been to Scotland? I think it's great to have shows that are like easily bingeable. I've not, although you would look at me and think I have, but no. <laughs> I love Scotland. I've been there. It's beautiful. It's like one of the most gorgeous countries I've ever been to. I've been to Edinburgh. I've been to Carberry Tower. Um, Scotland is beautiful. Like uh, somewhere out there in the woods, um, my friend Yolanda Fister lives in the woods. So he's probably hooking up with Alan Cummings as we speak. Be an ambassador for me to be on the traders. You should be on. Send it. a tweet. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you definitely would. Send a tweet to Peacock and yeah. Bravo. Uh, you could check out the traders on Peacock. And uh, Kate, tell us about your podcast. And this is more of like an intellectual kind of interview style. It's very, 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 very entertaining. Thank you. So you can listen to Reality Life with Kate Casey anywhere where you listen to podcasts. I've got a weekly must-watch list, which gives you a what to watch and unscripted television available at katecasey.substack.com. You get that list in your inbox every Monday. And you can find it on my socials, Twitter at KKC, Instagram at KKCCA, um, TikTok, it's KKC, Patreon, bonus episodes, patreon.com backslash KKC. And make sure you listen this week. I've got Kate from below, or excuse me, from the traders. I have a Holocaust survivor. So uh, check that out. Kate, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate your time. I know you're a busy person, and I appreciate you stopping by to talk about the most terrible people and things we see on TV. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm Hollywood Leon. We'll see you guys next week. We've got some good stuff coming up this year. Make sure to follow me on Instagram, and we'll see you next week, kids. Bye, guys. Who's the most terrible of them all? It's Hollywood Leon. <laughs>